our monarchy question um, feels like I might need to tread carefully with the answer to this one. I mean, it could be the Tower of London for me, so I better be careful. Can people ever love King Charles? Um, I think that's a really interesting use of the word can there rather than will. Can can people ever love him? Um, I think it's just really fascinating now in light of this not my king, you know, hashtag not my king campaign. Um, we've had, obviously this week we've had eggs being thrown by a student as part of this campaign at Charles and Camilla when they were out in York. Uh, and we also have got um, anti-monarchy billboards going up as part of this campaign around various points around England and Scotland. It's sort of first major push in the in the not my not my king campaign. It's been led by um, a group called Republic, all ahead of next year's coronation. Now, republicanism in the UK. This is fascinating to me. Republic, republicanism in the UK. The support for it has been relatively stable for the past thirty years. It's always been around twenty percent, so one in five people supporting the abolition of the monarchy, and. I suppose the dust is now settling now, or has settled, obviously since the Queen's death. And I think it's you can't argue there was a lot of admiration and respect for the Queen uh, from from lots of people, from obviously people in society and and, and people from around the world, and sort of acceptance of her of her role in many ways. And for some people, obviously, some people not not accepting her role. Sort of, if you're a Republican, you wouldn't be. But there was love for the Queen, I think, for, for, from for many people. And I don't think anyone would argue that. Certainly, a lot of affection, definitely. And if you remember back to the funeral. You know, when they, after the Queen died, nothing else happened for two weeks. It was a very, very strange time. Television and radio completely changed. It was all in the newspapers and online. It was, a lot of people were talking about it all the time. And it almost felt as if people were forced to mourn uh, and at least engage in thinking about it, even if they didn't want to mourn. I mean, and for some people, this may have released feelings they weren't really aware of or hadn't realised they felt because... The Queen had been the Queen for 70 years. You know, this sort of almost like a permanent fixture in UK life. Um, and obviously Charles had had a very different role for all of that time. For all those 70 years, he'd been uh, Prince of Wales and heir to the throne and had <laughs> the longest, what, what, what he called the longest job application in history. Um, and he's always, I think it was... <sighs> During my life, he's always been a relatively controversial figure, if that's possible for a member of the royal family, although not controversial uh, in terms in Prince Andrew level. I mean, that's a whole different thing. Let's not go there. Um, but I think it's split opinion. So if, if we're thinking about what the, pe- what the public might think of him now, as now that he has become the monarch, I think there's quite a few things you can throw into the mix to determine whether people you know, can love him. Um, obviously, there's the whole relationship and marriage and, uh, and, and breakdown of the marriage with Princess Diana and obviously her violent death and all the aftermath that came with that and how it affected the royal family, really. Um, and part of that was the relationship with Camilla, um, Queen Consort, and now, obviously, her, her role now as that. Um, Charles is also a massive environmentalist, did a lot of you know, active campaigning for the environment, uh, had very, very strong views on architecture. He even created uh, a town just outside Dorchester in Dorset called Poundbury, uh, which is home to nearly uh, 4,000 people, created this 30 years ago. And there's 
you know, a lot of controversy, I think, in architectural circles about whether it's a good design and whether it works as a, as a place to live. But uh, there was certainly that too. Um, I think more controversially, uh, he used to write letters to ministers, to government ministers, and was accused really, well, considered by, by some to maybe interfering or seeking to interfere with government policy. They used to call them the black spider memos because of his, of his writing, his sort of spidery writing. Um, and then I suppose most recently, there was the issue around whether he'd even attend COP27 as head of state. You remember there was a, it looked at one point as if that was going to happen when the prime minister didn't appear as if he was going to go. Now, obviously, he did go eventually. So so Charles didn't attend, didn't attend COP27. Um, and then there's the, you know, he inherited his fortune from his mom without paying any in- inheritance tax. Uh, he's paying income tax, but no inheritance tax because if there's an agreement made by the John Major government in 1993, what's called the Sovereign to Sovereign Clause, so there's no inheritance tax to be paid when, it, when, a, when a monarch dies and the, and the next monarch takes over. But love, this is a really interesting word, can he be loved in the same way as maybe there was love and affection for the Queen? I mean, for some, he'll just be accepted, tolerated as the, as the next king, the next mixed monarch, or just ignored. Uh, for, by many people. I mean, for others, for royalists, he will just be he'll be embraced as just the latest in a long line of monarchs. It'll be for even for them, for, for arch royalists, whether he'll be truly loved in the same way as the Queen. I mean, the Queen, uh, she she took on the role at a much much earlier age in her life, and she grew into it and grew the monarchy in in that in the way that she wanted to. She had a, an influence in the way that it developed. I don't think Charles just hasn't got as much time to do that. Um, I think the Not My King campaign is a really interesting one and it will be fascinating to see just how much support uh, it's able to, to, to bring for it and, get, and gather uh, as it ramps up, you know, ahead of, of next year's coronation. It'd be fascinating to see, um, we had in a coronation for a very long time, since 1953, and it would be interesting to see how that campaign then sort of butts up against all the pomp and ceremony of, of a coronation. Um, so can people ever love King Charles? I think at the moment, to be honest, I think people are still getting used to the idea of being, him being king at all. So, good question though. <laughs>